Hey, welcome back to Truth and Love with TY. It's your girl TY Richardson, life coach specializing in weight loss. And this is part two of my 30 day clean eating challenge masterclass, the orientation. So if you did not listen to part one of this 30 day clean eating challenge masterclass, you want to listen to part one because I answer a lot of questions. Uh, about the program and I got into some frequently asked questions. I got into uh, what it is you need to get started and what you need to be successful in the program. So uh, just again to reintroduce this masterclass, this is me taking you through my 30-day clean eating challenge program Um, from orientation all the way through goal setting, coming up with your workout routine and everything. So uh, very valuable. You can absolutely begin your weight loss journey and be successful just by following this podcast series. I also want to say that uh, this is also a uh, video series on YouTube on my YouTube channel, Rapid Results Works! Exclamation mark. Uh, as I record these podcasts, I'm going to also record YouTube videos to correspond with that. So if you want to physically see me um, talking about this uh, process, then you can go on over to YouTube. Make sure that you like and subscribe on both my podcast and YouTube so that you can get notifications when I record new episodes um, in this masterclass. And so today we're going to get into the orientation. Um, My orientation, as I said in part one, is just a bunch of questions that I ask to get to know you better as my client and also to uh, explain the program details and what will be expected of you uh, in the program. And so in this episode, I'm just going to go through the one, two, three, four, five, six or seven questions that I ask clients in the 30 day clean eating challenge orientation. So again, I keep saying that because this is not the full orientation that I do in my other two programs, but it is plenty of uh, information to help you get through this particular challenge. So first question that I ask clients is, uh, what is your motivation to change your lifestyle? Uh, I asked that question specifically in that way because you don't just need a reason to lose weight. You need a motivation to change. If your reason for wanting to do any weight loss program is superficial, you'll probably get some superficial results because your why is not deep enough. If your why is wanting to save your life so that you're here for your children or to reverse a preventable uh, diagnosis that you just received um, or to just live your best life, then those are really good reasons to join a weight loss program of any kind, specifically rapid results because as I tell people repeatedly, if you are not ready motivated. And if you are not invested to change, I'm going to get on your damn nerves because as your weight loss coach, it is my job to do what you hired me to do, to teach you how to change your relationship with food, to eat better, not perfectly. And this is a life coaching program. And what kind of life coach would I be if you hired me and said, Hey, I want you to coach me through reaching a certain weight loss or health goal. And I don't do it right? So I come at it with that very intensity. So the first question I ask is what is your motivation to change your lifestyle? What is your why? And if that is a superficial answer or reason, you really need to find a deeper reason because at about week two or three, you're going to burn out because your motivation is so easily, um, overcome. I'll say that. Right. It's a lot easier to ignore a child wanting to play with you because 
you know, you're their mom or you're their dad and they want you to run around with them, but you don't have the energy to do it. That's motivating beyond a week or two. Okay. So what is your motivation to change your lifestyle? The second question is, are you coachable? (laughs) Okay. So this one makes me laugh because, uh, I don't mean this to be offensive in any way, but in terms of being coachable, I have found that women who are really successful or have high end positions, the ones who maybe have their own house car and you know all these other things like they are the queens of their universe it's a beautiful thing please believe me it's a beautiful thing to be confident and successful in in your life but when it comes to being coach, coachable i find that these women tend to be the hardest people to coach hard because they're used to running things and they're used to questioning things and challenging things and in the work environment and maybe even in their homes, that is necessary. But when it comes to this program, you need to allow me to do what I do. And you need to be open to allowing yourself to, um, to uh, um, I wanna say submit, but I don't like the word submit. Uh, but, but you have to be open to knowing that this is something that you got me into your life to help you with so you don't know what you're doing the way I know what you're doing. Uh, So yes, part of that is first establishing a trusting relationship with my clients so that they can receive constructive criticism from me. But another part of that on their end is to be open and ready to be taught, uh, to be led and not to try and lead. So these people are just one type of person who I find to be really challenging to coach. Um, But again, for good reasons. Another type of person that can be challenging to coach are people who have done all the diets in the universe and they come into this program thinking, I'm just going to blow through this one. It ain't going to work either. So, you know, whatever. Okay. Well, I I hear what you're saying, Ty, but I heard I'm supposed to blank, 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 or, uh, yeah, I'm doing rapid reserves, but I'm also doing this tea or this shake or this powder that I did not subscribe. Um, these people, are are difficult to coach because they have to suspend all of that information that they have from the past and embrace what I am trying to teach them in and of itself. So are you coachable? And if not, this may not be the program for you. If you're here to challenge every single thing I say for no good reason other than you just are used to challenging things, then this is not the program for you. Because again, I want to establish a relationship of trust where you are open and allow me to teach you something that you don't know, sis. Sis, you don't know everything, okay? Goodness. (laughs) Okay, so my second question is, how coachable are you? Really? And guess what? This is a fun fact. I also um, am creating a matchmaking um, business, um, establishing a, a matchmaking business. And this same type of woman usually is single or is having a hard time finding a partner for the same reason because she is trying to lead and boss the process oh i got this checklist he better have this degree he better drive this he better be this tall you know they have all these walls uh up and uh that's just a fun fact so sis if you embrace this coachable piece in this uh podcast it can open you up for being coachable in life I'm just saying, stop being so difficult. The, the next question I ask is, uh, do you have a healthy and supportive circle of influence in your home, in your family, 
um, in, at your job? Do you have people in your life who are ready and willing to support you through this program or any program that you do? In the past, if, if whenever you said, I'm about to do something positive and healthy, they are right there with you. If you have those people or, or even one person like that in your life, that will make this process so much easier for, for everyone. Um, because they're more than likely going to be the wind beneath your wing as opposed to trying to sabotage you. Uh, if you have only negative relationships in terms of, I hate to say this, sometimes it's hard for us to admit that our family and friends are toxic, uh, which is another thing you should look at a little deeper. But um, let's say you don't have anyone that is also going to be supporting you through this lifestyle change. Just know that I'm here for you, but I need to know that I'm it so that I know to increase my contact time with you and to be, uh, and to listen really deep, deeper, you know, for you to be exhibiting signs that you need more help than, uh, more help. I should say that. So if you don't have a healthy circle of influence, I got you, I got you. But if you do have a healthy circle of influence, that's beautiful. But I will say this also, please be careful who you tell what, because there are people who are well-intended, but sabotage you by accident or, 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 um, accidentally sabotage you. And then there are people who, or I should say intentionally sabotage you. And then there are people who unintentionally sabotage you because they don't like how it feels for you to be leaving them behind and how you're eating differently, or you're not doing the things that you guys used to do, uh, that are food oriented. Uh, maybe you are, instead of wanting to go out to eat all the time, you want to go for a walk and hang out and talk to each other. And they're like, well, we always go have pizza. And you're like, well, I'm not doing that. Uh, you know, there are people who, who do it because they don't want to be left behind. And it really says a lot more about how they feel about themselves than you. And then there are people who are just flat out not nice. Oh, here you go again, doing something else again. Uh, you don't need that. So be really selective about who you tell what and understand that this is your journey and it's also your business. You don't have to tell anybody anything uh, before, during, or after you do the program. Now, I would love the referral, I'm not gonna lie, but if exposing your journey to your circle of influence is gonna be a negative thing, then don't do it. Be careful who you tell what. So the next question is how do you cope with stress? Here is something that uh, I hear a whole lot. I'm a stress eater, I'm an emotional eater. Um, I dare say the vast majority of people are. You know, some of us don't overeat when we're stressed out, but some of us do. And I think that that's the bigger issue is that you have a propensity to overeat when you're stressed out. And so I asked my clients this because we have to come up with a plan to counter what you're used to doing if it is unhealthy and food oriented, what you're used to doing when you get stressed out or when you get bored or when you feel in some type of way. You, believe it or not, were either taught by your parents or through your upbringing or you taught yourself to uh, pacify your feelings with food. But I dare say, as a life coach, there is something that you're dealing with trying to suppress with food, I should say. There's something you're trying to suppress with food that you need to address, which is why it keeps coming up. Running away from that problem, eating that problem, is only going to affect you in a negative way. And so as a life coach, I need to know what you usually do in response to stress so that we can come up with some healthier ways to not ignore what you're feeling, 
but to definitely find a more healthy way to cope with it and imagine actually resolving some of those stressors. As a life coach, I want to know of these things that are stressing you out, is it your job? Do we need to talk about coaching you to another occupation? Is it your family life? Do we need to coach you into having a more, um, having your family participate more or be more um, helpful? Are you doing the most in the house and getting no support? Do we need to restructure that? Um, Is it your romantic relationship? Are you with a partner that doesn't value you or does not make you feel supported and loved? Um, We need to deal with what's going on. So as your coach, I'm going to ask you this question and I'm going to ask you, what are the things that we can do something about? And what are some things that we need to just cut loose and let go of? So again, this is why your why needs to be deeper than just the diet. Because if your why is just to lose weight, this is going to feel like way too much. But if your why is lifelong success with your weight. If your why is to become a better version of yourself, then this is the program for you. So how do you cope with stress? We need to come up with a way to do that. I always ask clients and they laugh at me, but I say, well, what do you like to do besides chew? That is what you do instead of emotional eating. In a phrase, Ty, what do I do then when I'm feeling emotional? Well, what do you like to do besides chew? I say, write down a list of those things. I like to uh, do house projects. I like to do decorating projects. Go out and look for knickknacks for the house. Um, I like to sew. I like to exercise. Uh, Whatever. There's a lot of things you like to do besides eating. You need to make a list of those things and refer to that list when you do have an emotional issue. The other thing I'll say about this is the beautiful thing about physical activity And one of the main reasons that it is built into this program is because it's impossible to be angry, sad, mad, you know, whatever, while exercising. Have you ever noticed that? You can come into the gym or or begin a workout feeling some type of way, having a bad day or whatever. By the time that workout is over, you feel great. You feel better. So there, there's a healthy outlet for coping with stress. The other thing I'll say about the desire to emotional eat is if you slow down in the moment that you're triggered to eat out of an emotional response, it goes away. You just don't give it time to. You just say, I've been triggered. I ate the thing. That's how, that's what happens. But really, that's what you're choosing. The truth is you are triggered. You decide how to respond to it. You move on. Life does not owe you an easy ride. We all have stress. We all have felt loss and grief. We've all been done wrong. We've all loved and lost. And so you can't live your life feeling sorry for yourself or feeling like when something adverse happens to you, oh, why me? Well, why not you? Who else is it supposed to happen to? Me? (laughs) You know? So there again is the life coaching part of it. You have to have healthy coping skills. You have to have healthy coping mechanisms. Let me teach you how to do that. The next question I ask is, what have you tried before? And I kind of alluded to this earlier. If you have tried uh, weight loss programs or uh, changing your eating habits or your lifestyles in a way that was really successful for you, you felt good about it, it didn't stress you out, it was effective, I need to know that so that I can see if I can apply any of that to the program um, so that you could be successful uh, in the program. Uh, Another thing is if you've done some things that did not work, I need to know. 
Um, if you're someone who likes a very specific meal plan, also known as a diet, then you're going to get that. But I also need you to understand that you're going to need to eventually become stronger and wiser. My job is to educate you and set you free, right? We don't stay in school forever. So uh, that's another reason that I need to know what you've tried before. And then, like I said earlier, have you done so many diets or so many meal weight loss programs or so many supplements and teas and all these things that you feel like you're an authority on how to lose weight? You, you know, people will say to me again with the uh, smart ass successful women, they'll say, they'll say, I know how to lose weight to which I say, well, why the hell are we here? You know, uh, you have to be ready to suspend all of your misinformation and all the information that uh, you've acquired over the years to lose weight. Rather, it was successful or not doesn't matter. You're here with me. Suspend all that other stuff. Do rapid results. It works. Hashtag. So that's the next question I ask is, what have you tried before? And are you ready to embrace this program? and not try to add other elements or challenge what I'm telling you, not going to be, not going to be helpful. Uh, so the next question, the last question in this episode is, uh, what are your worst eating habits? This one's a doozy because, um, as a coach, it right away, many times it right away exposes people's misunderstanding about weight loss. So here are two of the things that people tell me are the reason are, are their worst eating habits. So I'll ask, what do you know to be your worst eating habits? And they'll say something like, I don't eat enough. I haven't, I haven't, I can't lose weight because I don't eat enough. You know, I wake up in the morning, I just get dressed, I have my coffee, I hit the door. And the next thing I know it's 11, 12 o'clock, then I'm just now eating. And then this, 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 right. Uh, To which I say, science, rapid results is a science-based education program. Okay. So here's the science and the education of it all. If not, first of all, not eating is called fasting or starving, right? If you're not eating either it's between meals or not eating at all, that's either fasting or starving. Fasting is a healthy way to lose weight. You can research that, research that intermittent fasting is a healthy way to lose weight. Um, starving is very extreme Uh, but it is also effective in terms of weight loss. So when someone says to me, the reason that I'm not losing weight or my worst eating habit is I don't eat enough. What I think they're really trying to say is that they don't eat often, meaning they skip breakfast, just like I just uh, laid out in that scenario. I skip breakfast and I only eat lunch and dinner. So I'm not eating enough must be why I'm not losing weight. But the science behind that is what's really happening is that you're not eating breakfast, but when you do eat lunch and dinner, you're overeating. Or you may skip breakfast, have that cup of coffee. I only ate a donut hole. I only ate a bag of chips. You're you're nibbling, but you're not calling it breakfast. All right, so you're you're snacking and not calling it breakfast, which is still calories going in the body. Um, The other thing that could be happening with people who think they don't eat enough is that they're skipping breakfast or skipping a meal. And then when they do eat, they're overeating, but they feel like the frequency that they eat is low. So I don't eat often, but when I do eat, bam. Um, So not eating enough is actually not scientific. Um, It's also not logical, right? 
Um, the other reason that people give me for the reason or their worst eating habit, they'll say, I don't drink enough water. I think I'm not losing weight because I don't drink enough water. To which I say, because water has no calories, it can't be the reason you're not losing weight. Um, the air does not have calories. And so you have to be consuming calories in order to gain weight. So what does happen when you're dehydrated? So when people say I don't drink enough water, essentially what they're saying is they're dehydrated. So what does happen when you're dehydrated um, is it makes it harder to get up and move more, rather that's exercising or just in your everyday life because being dehydrated diminishes your energy. Um, on the other hand, when you are when you are hydrated, you can get through your workout better, you get a good sweat, your energy level is up. So being dehydrated can depress your energy levels. Uh, that's how water can affect your weight. Uh, another way water can affect your weight is if you're dehydrated, you're more likely to confuse the thirst response with the hunger response. So your mouth is dry, and if your first inclination is to eat, that's what you're gonna do. If your first inclination is to hydrate, then that's what you're gonna do. But if you're hydrated properly, which is what I teach you in the program, and what we're gonna go over in the next episode, we're almost done with this episode, but uh, when you are properly hydrated, you're not thirsty, so you don't get that snacky, pinchy, nibbly um, impulse. So that those are ways that not drinking up enough water can affect your weight because they affect the way that you eat. So it always goes back to calories. The answer is always calories, people. All right, so those are my uh, questions that I ask in the 30-Day Clean Eating Challenge orientation. In episode three, which is coming really soon, I am going to get into goal setting. So we're gonna talk about exactly how much water you should be drinking. We're gonna talk about how to come up with an, uh, an exercise prescription that you can do with what you already have. You don't need to get a gym membership. You don't need to purchase equipment, um, especially with the quarantine. There is a way that you can get quality fat burning exercise right in your own home or in your own neighborhood. So we're gonna talk about how to come up with that cardio uh, workout prescription. And then we're gonna get into your ultimate weight loss goal versus your 30 day weight loss goal. Because in this 30 days, if you're significantly overweight, this is just gonna get you started. You're going to need to have a number that is going to be your ultimate number. And we're going to talk about how to come up with that number and uh, why that number is so important. So thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. I'm also on Spotify, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So so you can go there too. You can also, um, if I have skipped anything that you needed to know or some of the things that I have covered today, weren't complete and or you need a little bit more feedback please feel free to uh, text or email me you can email me at rapidresultsworks at gmail.com you can call or text 216-694-8414 please visit my website at f-a-t-n-c-l-e and i'm on instagram at f-a-t-n-c-l-e i am tanya rankin richardson Life coach, love you. Follow the hashtag Rapid Results Works if you want to see some of my client testimonials. I appreciate you so much for listening. Again, gather a couple of your girlfriends around, listen to the podcast, create a weight loss challenge group. Uh, it's free. <laughs>